We're talking about the Olympics, so let's get into it. Uh, he's been on this show before, Claston Bernard, who is an Olympian, joins me now. And, you know, Claston, it, it makes me think of another friend of mine who's 94 years old now. I've talked about Tibor Hollow before on this show. Tibor came from Hungary, born in Pest, survived Auschwitz, survived being sent to outer Siberia post-World War II, fought with the OSS against uh, the Nazis, and at the same time became an Olympian. He's 94 years old. And as a Jew, he was in the Olympics following one of the most horrific times in our world's history. He had, I have talked about this, we had lunch recently, we do that once a month, and he talks about his life story as being an example of overcoming evil, something others have talked about. But you're a modern Olympian, so let's go to you. First, reintroduce yourself as an Olympian, so we can, uh, I guess we can substantiate your credentials. I, I tell you what, David, thank you very much for having me on, as always. I'm a great friend and um, great supporter. I, um, I represented Jamaica in two Olympics, Sydney Olympics and Athens Olympics. I finished ninth. And um, thereafter, um, you struggled with injury, you know, just to, to make an impact in the future, Olymp- the further Olympics, 2008-2012, um, which at that time I was at my peak. But, you know, I've been watching Enes Kanta, if I'm pronouncing his name right, fight a battle that no one seems to want to get involved in. The media, the NBA athletes, and also other athletes from around the world just seem silent on the issue of China. Because many countries seem to be profiting, Hollywood, you name it. LeBron James and all the other people who are benefiting from China. No one is talking about this man's battle. And But there's one thing I do know about the Olympians, too, and also understand about a lot of Olympians. They seem to be silent on issues when it deals very closely to communism. Either they are ignorant of what communism is or what they're about. And I, when I look at LeBron James, that's all I can think of because if you really understand what communism is, you could not be supporting what China is doing to the Uyghurs or to the world currently. You know, and they continue to get away. And here's a moment to make a stance. And I don't believe there are too many athletes out there who will do it. They just won't do it. Whether their coach will prevent them, whether it's organizations, whoever, they will not stop them. They will not stand up with them to say, hey, China needs to be sent a clear message. You cannot continue to abuse the rights of humans, of people in your country, or other, or other people from around the world without consequences. This administration don't seem to care. The politicians that represent us don't seem to care. And here we have one person in this world that is prominently fighting, and he seemed to be just, they just seem to be discarding him. And that, that hurts. It hurts watching it. It is, and it's deliberate by, you know, whether it's influence uh, certainly from Turkey, uh, from China, Turkey carries a significant position in their effect on the NATO accords. There's a lot to this. That's the politics and the culture. Uh, but I, I want to go to something very basic. You, you didn't just show up and, hey, suddenly you're an Olympian. You worked for years, I know, 
And, and you and I've known other Olympians. I've been fortunate throughout my life since high school to know some. And you guys work hard, guys and girls work hard to get there. So when you hear talk of a boycott, and I know you think in broader terms, what comes to mind and what do you say to those other athletes who've worked some all their lives perfecting their craft to get there? You know, the goal in life is to inspire people for what is right, not just your stories. In 2008, I was, I was in the best shape of my life. I finished ninth in Athens Olympics. It's closer to medal than most people would understand. You know, and that was a tough one. That was a tough one for me. But in 2008, after struggling with injuries from 2005 onward, I worked myself to the bone to get in the best shape of my life. One month before the Olympics, I was competing in Colombia, and my hamstring went out on me. That was devastating because I knew that was the moment that I would shine at this Olympics. It never happened. And I've had to just deal with that and said, you know what? I can go back over the, the, the moments and years of struggle and pain and not knowing. It was hurtful, you know? And to be one month out from Beijing Olympics and not being able to go there and compete, again, this would have been in China, <laughs> again, you know? And I have had to deal with that. And sometimes the messages keep coming back to your head. What if? Well, you know what? Here's a chance. Here's a time. Here's a moment for athletes and countries to do a great thing against a monstrosity. Boycott is necessary. If these athletes get in the village, there'll be a lot of propaganda. There'll be a lot of dis- there'll be a- They'll distract them in many ways. The Olympic village is not what people think that it is. You know, and we're dealing with a country that understands propaganda to the highest degree. And that's what we'll get if we get to China. They will get their people. They will get their media. They will do all the manipulations you've been talking about to make sure whatever is going on there does not look like what the world really needs to see about China. They're good at disguising stuff like that. So, yes, I know the toil. I know the pain. I have been there. But this is a moment to send a message. This is a moment for the West to wake up and say, you know what? We continue to toy with communism. And even though we have fought a world war, cold war, we've lost many people in Korea because we continue to play politics. This is bigger than this boycott should be bigger than politics. It is life. That would be my message. It's a great message, my friend. Thanks for the uh, last-minute catch and jumping on here. Claston Bernard, Olympian, and you hear it from the man himself. Thank you, Claston. Thank you very much, David. Thank you.